Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com. Hashtag SGN on all the social media platforms. We head into week 11 in the NFL. And it seems like every week that we start, we're talking about new starting quarterbacks. Injuries have riddled the entire league. And really, it's it's flip-flopping back and forth. So we already found out earlier in the week that Matthew Stafford was going to start. So uh, coming out of a bye week, the Rams are in better position. We heard Justin Fields is likely to start. So the Bears are in better position. But news broke on Wednesday. Deshaun Watson is out. That's it. He's out for the year. He played the second half with a, a broken ankle uh, or a high ankle sprain, uh, but he, he has a bad shoulder and is going to need surgery on the shoulder. So he's not only out for this game, but absolutely out for the year. Deshaun Watson's done. Now, you turn around and you go, okay, look, who are you going to turn to? Well, the backup looked pretty good last week. Uh, P.J. Walker has done some nice things in his career. Yeah, absolutely. But they're going to Dorian Thompson. The UCLA product that has just looked, let's just be honest, flat out bad in his one start this year. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It was a really weird situation for him. He had no time to prepare. He came in. And, and the Browns are one of those teams that this year, this year you can say maybe they could get over the Watson injury simply because he's been injured so long. They are a run-first team, a defense-first team. Look, things are piling up against the Browns here with no Nick Chubb and now no Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I'm not automatically jumping to the window. We'll get into that game as they take on uh, Pittsburgh this week. So we'll get into that and the line movements as well. We're also going to have the conversation, is it over for Buffalo, right? I mean, what is the situation? They go out there and they fire their offensive coordinator. A lot of people think they should have fired their head coach. It's midseason. They're still in the playoff hunt. Uh, you don't want to do something dr dramatic, but Ken Dorsey is out. So we'll see how that progresses with Bradley coming in as well. Going to get into all of it. I'm going to give you my best bet, which I've been absolutely crushing. I've just been absolutely on fire this year overall. If you go look at my overall record, um, you know, Tom Barton has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, but on the show, yeah, yeah, we keep crushing it week in and week out. And I'm prepared to do that again today. Let's dive right into this Thursday night game in division with Cleveland that we're talking about. And 
for some reason, you know, the Baltimore Ravens just seem like they, they just let their fans down week in and week out. I got a good friend that I do the, uh, the Fox show with. Uh, my friend Tim is a huge Ravens fan. And I said, it's funny, last week, everybody thought that this team was a Super Bowl team. Uh, and as did, as everybody thought the Bengals, both of them lost. Both of them went down at home as nearly a seven-point favorite. And I wrote to Tim and I said, man, I said, what about your Ravens? He goes, don't they do this every year? And I said, it really, really is. Every single season, it seems like the Ravens have a couple of games where you, you scratch your head. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, look, a lot of people are going to blame Higgins. It's not really Higgins. It's it's kind of the Bengals' defense, right? The Bengals' defense just flat out doesn't look great. Lou Anarumo has has, has been great. We know that. He, he turns around and he takes garbage and... Uh, not garbage players, but garbage, um, um, uh, you know, situations where guys are out, gags banged up, Hendrickson's banged up, and, and he turns it into some magic. Uh, but eventually, it seems like teams catch up with him. Now, he has a great, great, great history of just dominating, slowing down, you know, teams, especially the, this Bengals team. In a lot of spots, I'd be taking every under for Joe Burrow. If you want the attempts, I like the attempts, but the under for Joe Burrow, Higgins is going to be out again for this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson is seven and two against this team. Yeah, he's seven and two against this team as well. They are back at home. Look, you look at Cincinnati's defense, and there is a lot to like at times, but we can't get over the fact that the Texans just put up 544 total yards on them, right? They 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 couldn't stop them at all. It was a matter of when you're watching it, you're going, what, what are we looking at here? It was up and down. It was back and forth. Now, the Ravens, Ravens defense has been fantastic. Roquan Smith, another huge game. Uh, Patrick Queen, fantastic. I think they're the best linebackers in the league by far. And, and I think that they're going to have some success here. But the reality is, is that while they are at home and the, the, the Bengals are banged up, it's hard to trust the Ravens in this spot. It's hard to trust the Ravens seemingly anywhere. They have blown teams out, and then they have actually struggled. I know that we're hitting about 75% on the under for primetime games. It's one of the few spots that I'm looking at and I'm saying, I may have to take the over. I, it's a primetime game. It's been death this season if you did full you know, overs. It's been death. But, ladies and gentlemen, I, I may have to take a primetime over in this game. I don't like the Ravens. I don't like the Browns. Uh, I like the attempts for both Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. And, and if anything, I, I, I may take the over. Let's move over to that Browns-Steelers game. And like I said, the line has been moving. The Browns are still favorites. As, as I record this, the Browns are still the favorites here. They, they were a four-point favorite. It went down to two. I did see it touch one at some times, but it has not crossed the zero at all. It hasn't even gotten to the zero. Forget about crossing the zero. Pittsburgh is six and three. And the, the greatest epitome of this is you can see a meme going around that has, uh, you know, it's the Tiger Woods and John Daly. John Daly smoking, uh, looking like, John Daly does, and, and Tiger Woods looking as, as good as Tiger Woods does, and it says six and three Miami Dolphins on Tiger Woods because everyone's loving them and everybody loves what, what's going on, and then six and three uh, um, John Daly is the Pittsburgh Steelers because nobody seems to believe in them. Again, last weekend, I, I mean, everybody seemed to doubt them, and they go and they win another game. They're being outgained in every game this year, outgained in every game. That's a Matt Canada offense, but the Steelers continue to win. They continue, continue to win. And look, eventually, this is going to bite them. Eventually, the Steelers have played six of the nine games at home. Eventually, Pittsburgh's first half offense is going to put them in a hole where they can't come back from. Eventually, 
Is it this spot? Pittsburgh has owned Cleveland for years. They're going up against a backup quarterback. I'm not willing to do it. I'm not willing to go out there and say, I'm going to give points to Mike Tomlin with Dorian Thompson at quarterback. I'm just not willing to go there. In the same respect, I, I, as much as I trust Pittsburgh, and I probably trust them more than anybody, I don't trust them in this spot. Giants, Commanders, nine and a half point spread for the Commanders. It opened up at about 10. It went down a little bit. I don't know who's betting on the Giants. Um, they were 17-point underdog last week, and it was an easy cover for them. I mean, that's just what it was. Tommy DeVito actually looked decent at times, but it was kind of in mop-up territory, right? I, I mean, Tommy DeVito, I, I'm not going to say he's not the problem because he certainly is a problem, but it was the Giants' defense that was more of the issue. Gave up 600-plus yards. They would not stop, just could not stop Dak Prescott at all. And now comes in Sam Howell. You could talk to me about anything that you want with Sam Howell. He's being utilized in the Eric Bieniemy offense as if he was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, look, you could say he's not Patrick Mahomes. We all know that. But he's being utilized like that. He's throwing all day at it, all over the road. Um, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, yeah, if Washington has a chance to put the hammer down, they're not going to stop. They're not going to be easy on this team. Raiders, Dolphins, Antonio Pierce is now the Raiders head coach. He's 2-0. They're smoking cigars. Everything's good in Raider land. They're running with Jacobs. They're feeding Devontae Adams. Everything looks good. Spillane is great. In the middle, you got Crosby. There's a lot to like about this Raiders team. But there's a lot not to like. Look, who have they beaten? I, I, I mean, let's be honest. Who have they beaten? Tommy DeVito. And, and last week, Gar you know, uh, <laughs> I almost called him Garrett Wilson. And, and last week, Zach Wilson. Two quarterbacks that should not be starting right now in the NFL. Plain and simple. Um, and that's who they've beaten. They went up against a tough defense in the Jets. I get it. But don't tell me that they did anything special on offense after what we just watched the Giants do last week. Now here comes the Dolphins. The Dolphins were riding high. The Dolphins were everyone's favorite. The Dolphins were putting up 70 points. Everything was fantastic. And then people started to sort of catch on to the Dolphins. But Mike McDaniel just had a bye week to kind of get ready for this. He's going to have Devin Etchan back. That is fantastic. He, I have spoken about this multiple times. He's got Jalen Ramsey back. He's going to be one-on-one -on -one with Devontae Adams. That helps out. This Miami team is starting to get healthy. They're starting to get good. They had a week to prepare. I just cannot take the Raiders in the spot. I don't like laying more than double digits in any spot. I get that. But if you're going to do it, you take the Dolphins off of a bye, the Raiders off of 2-0, Raiders flying all the way across the country. The Dolphins make a lot of sense here. Cardinals, Texans, everyone's in love with C.J. Stroud. I get it. And how can you not be? The guy is absolutely fantastic. He really lights it up. He is he is remarkable. But Tyler Murray looked a lot like his old self. Now, he's going to have times where he stumbles and there's some rust, but we didn't see it last week. I mean, we just didn't see it. Um, they need a run game. I think the Cardinals need to compliment him. It's, but he does a lot of the running himself. This is a game where the public is loading up on the Texans, and I understand why. Texans are at home. Texans are great. C.J. Stroud has already won the Rookie of the Year. Let's put him in the MVP talk. People are lining up to rush to take the Texans. I'm sitting back and saying, I know Arizona can score. I don't like this Texans defense, okay? If it wasn't for Joe Burrow throwing two big interceptions and Tyler Boyd dropping that ball, uh, we'd be looking at the Texans defense quite differently this week. I don't like this Texans defense, so I know Arizona can score, and I know that the Texans can score. I don't love laying more than a field goal with the Texans. Still not yet. I'm still, call me a non-believer maybe. Dallas, Carolina, another game where Dallas comes in at more than a double-digit favorite. But the Panthers' defense is actually not bad. Look, Carolina's coming out of its bye week, okay? Um, you know, Frank Reich, you could talk about him not being the play caller anymore and how young he's. Uh, look, I think Dallas' defense is going to have plenty of success here. Um, and, and the offense can have success, but it wouldn't shock me if Carolina's defense played well. 
They've been playing well all year. Schemingly, they're being playing well all year. They just can't score. I just talked about how bad their defense was for Houston. The Panthers have only put up 13 on them. They put up 13 against Indy. I, I mean, you know, 13 against the Bears. It, I don't think that they could put up more than, you know, 14, 17 points in this game. But that means, do I think that Dallas is scoring 30 uh, against a decent Panthers defense? That's what you got to ask yourself. Jets, Bills, Bills season is in power. Look, if the Bills don't win this game, I'm ready to say that the Bills won't make the playoffs. I'm there. McDermott fires offensive coordinator. Here we go. He he feels the heat. The Bills are five and five. Okay, they're five and five. Josh Allen leads the NFL in interceptions, but, but he still is Josh Allen here. The Bills have owned the New York Jets. I get it. The Bills' offense is number one in rushing success rate, number two in passing success rate. Their offense is fantastic. It's going against the the only thing that the Jets do well is a fantastic defense. So this is really strength against strength. So it's on the other side. Do you believe in the Bills' defense or the Jets' offense? That's where this is going to come down to. I think the Bills win this game. I'm just not willing to lay a touchdown here. Vikings, Broncos, are the Broncos for real? Here is the question that we have to ask ourselves. The Broncos have not only just beaten uh, in back-to-back weeks, I know they had a bye week in between, but not only just beaten the Bills and Chiefs, before that, they slowed the Chiefs down as well. Their defense is really, forget about the 70. Forget about the 70. Look at what their defense has done. Actually better. And Williams, oh, by the way, you 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 won a, a bet. Last week, I had Williams over 13 and a half attempts, rushing attempts, Javante Williams, well into the 20s, both uh, last two weeks. He Take it. Take it if it's under, like, 17, I'm taking it all day long. Minnesota, Dobbs is the story. Um, I think we find out here both of these teams. Uh, Minnesota, I think they've done a lot of things here uh, with smoke and mirrors. Ty Chandler's nice. Dobbs is nice. But they're backups, right? I think they've done a lot of things with smoke and mirrors. Jefferson out of this game. And Denver looks good. Do we believe Denver? I didn't believe him last week. I thought that the Bills would win. Um, I didn't take anything on it, but I thought the Bills would win. Here we go. Now I'm starting to buy into Denver. Is this a time that you finally convince everybody else? Seattle, Rams. Seattle's a favorite here, okay? Uh, But this is a hard game to judge because of the fact that Matthew Stafford is going to come back. Stafford's coming back. Cup's coming back. McVay had a week to prepare. Normally, I'd be all over Seattle. This would be a Seattle. I I, I like Seattle. I'm big on Seattle. I think Seattle um, really is that kind of team. But offensively, there's no worries about Seattle. Offensively, there's no worries about the Rams. Defensively, yeah, there's a little bit of worry about Seattle. But there's all kinds of problems with the Rams' defense. That is kind of the problem when you're looking at this. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Justin Fields will be back. The Lions look good. The Lions are at home. Everyone loves the Lions. It's a big spread. It's a double-digit spread in a division game. Double-digit spread in a division game where Matt Eberflos is actually taking this game Pretty seriously, they shuffled the offensive line. The defense for the Bears have suddenly looked good. I mean, suddenly the Bears' defense looks fantastic. You look in the middle, Edwards looks great. Brisker is back healthy. Jackson's back healthy. I'm sorry, guys. I know that everyone loves (laughs) Detroit here. The Bears make some sense. It's going to be a rough game to watch. Uh, And and there's going to be times where you think, oh, why would I do that? It makes some sense. Chargers go on the road against Green Bay. I don't understand this. I, I just don't understand this line. It's three. I know the Chargers have had problems, okay? And they can't seem to run the ball, and they can't play defense. But Green Bay's broken. I mean, Green Bay's just dead. And everybody seems to be taking the Packers. I don't understand this one. I'm just going to tell you flat out, I don't get it. The Chargers should be a three-point favorite here. 
The Chargers are better are the better team. The Chargers kind of season is is here. This is what you have to win this game. I don't get this one. Titans, Jags, talk I, all all week. All I've heard is that Trevor Lawrence, you know, doesn't have great stats. Listen, the Jaguars are still one of the best teams in the AFC record wise. Jaguars went out there and got humiliated last week, but now they're at home division game minus uh, six, six and a half, depending on where you're looking against a rookie quarterback making his third start. Rookie quarterback making his third start against a defense that has been really, really good. The Jags secondary is top five in almost every category. He's going to have a hard time. So it comes down to Derrick Henry. They want to run. We know that. Um, but you know that as well. As far as the other side of this, look, the Jags, they can stop the run all day long, but they can't stop the pass. If there is a Trevor Lawrence breakout game, it'll be this game. Bucks, Niners, Bucks are getting 10 and a half. I've mentioned this a couple of times. The Bucks, with those two great linebackers, have the number one defense inside the red zone in the NFL. Now, the Niners look great, and the Niners are excellent, and Niners are all, all you want to say. Uh, but the number one red zone defense uh, is really, really key here. I think when you get down deep and, and you're looking for them to kind of tack that on, this could be a spot where the Bucs surprise. Now, the Bucs have absolutely just not been able to do anything. I, I, they just can't do anything offensively against good teams. This could be that spot here. Eagles, Chiefs. Oh, the Super Bowl rematch here. Eagles, their offense is working well. We get it. The Chiefs' offense is working well. I don't want to put them down, but this is a defensive game for you. Both of these teams are living and dying on their defense. And I think both of them, I think Swift and Pacheco are going to have a major role in this. This is not going to be like the Super Bowl where we're all talking about Mahomes and Hurts afterwards. I think we are talking about the defenses and we're talking about not only the defenses, uh, but the running game. Now, the total will tell you something. Total's at 46. And, and, and it's like 85% of the public is on the over. I just don't see it. Look, I think that both of these defenses have been the stalwarts this year. And I think both of the defenses are going to have a good game here. And both of the defenses is what I'm banking on. But I'm banking on offense for my best bet of the week when you're talking about best bets and, and, and you're talking about, uh, you know, games that just sort of jump off the table. That, that's what I like to do when I'm talking about my best bet for you guys, right? I'm not hiding anything. I look at games that just simply kind of jump off the page for me as far as uh, the total goes. I'm giving you a total here. Give me over 48, the Cardinals-Texans. I, I don't know how the Texans don't score 30. I don't know how the Cardinals don't get well into the upper 20s. I, I think this goes, hey, this might touch 60, and I'm getting 48. I, I need 24 from each. Yeah, I might even take team totals for both 24 as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.